What's up, Orfam? You know what time it is. Let's get into this. All right, what's up, everybody? Yes, we're back. Little Ryan and JT action over here. Back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We I'm like it. In still, the back. Still speaking oh. in my Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. Uh. <laughs> You'll learn why we're talking about that. Yeah. 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 Anyways, guys, what's up, everybody? It's, it's the Horror Chronicles podcast. Back at it again, like we told you. Back like we told it. you we'd do. Like we never left here. But anyways, we have a very special guest with us tonight. Oh, he's special. All right. If you guys haven't seen our TikTok, uh, jump on over there, like it, and follow it, and all that good stuff. TikTok sounds a lot like Dick Knock. Yes. I don't know. You know, whatever. It's just me. <laughs> anyways, guys, tonight we've got... Greg, how is how we Greg? Greg, Greg, Greg Bozelli. Bozelli. Greg, we got Greg Bozelli. What's here. up? Let's get Greg in here, and uh, you you know who this cat is. He's he, been, here. Uh, he's he's been around a little bit. Uh, got his own show, show, Monsters in the Mosh Pit. He's also uh, doing a new show uh, called Sight and Sound: The History of Heavy Metal and Horror. Yes. Uh, Fuck yeah, we're all into metal. So let's get Greg in here and uh, chew on him for a minute. <laughs> What's up, Greg? Wow. Lord, I'm bad man. How you guys doing? Good man. How are you, bud? Uh, you know, I'm just you know another day and another you know keeping the demons at bay and at the same time wishing they would uh, talk to me in a different language other than Latin. Yeah. Like Aramaic. <laughs> English would be preferred because at least I understand what they're trying to tell me. Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, yeah, them demons—they're hard to fight sometimes. But you know, yeah. each and every day, you know, with that fancy smancy drink you just made for us, you know, yeah, uh, this is called the bad decision because when the three of us together, we make bad decisions. So <laughs> we I, most uh, certainly do. I figure let's influence that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's just some sun, sun-kissed orange um, soda with Old Smokey's orange shine sickle, about six ounces of that, about an ounce and a half of whipped cream vodka, and about an ounce of good old-fashioned E&J brandy, because I'm cheap mm. and I buy brandy. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. It's pretty good. Awesome. Awesome, yeah, guys, man. So check that drink out if you want to get drunk. I mean, we're already making bad decisions. Get all buzzed with us. Before we even started the pod, this podcast, we started a whole other podcast called Buttman and Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> we're not telling you who's who. Yeah, the listeners can decide who's who. Um, you yeah. know, both of us will probably be hurting afterwards. But <laughs> I'm not involved in this unless I'm that ampersand someone's in the middle. To, you, someone's got to film know. the podcast. So it's got to be you. <laughs> oh, I got to film it. I hope I'm not filming it like the, if, oh, like the old dude that pulls the guy's <laughs> <laughs> your your title is cameraman slash fluffer. <laughs> oh, I'm fluffy, all right. Oh yeah. Yeah. See this type podcast. I knew we were gonna happen tonight. We're going downhill Bad quick, decisions. folks. <laughs> That's we're, not, we're not even five minutes in, and we're already canceled. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, I I'm learning the whole TikTok thing, trying to build up this you know viewership and stuff, but. I put your new podcast in there because we want to kind of let you uh, talk about that a little bit first, get it out there and everything like that. Um, so why don't you go ahead and let everybody know what that is? Okay. Well, the new podcast is uh, with me and Raul from uh, Headlong and the Monsters. 
uh, him and I have been buddies for about two years now, and uh, we both just have this for communicating our love of horror and heavy metal. And the the cool thing about my other show, Monsters in the Mosh Pit, it's all about horror and heavy metal as well, and it's introducing people to, like, especially my my buddy Dave, to like what a horror movie is and what heavy metal is. This is something different. Sights and Sounds is a true history of horror and heavy metal. So it's it's really us breaking down where where it come from and not only that but the interrelationships between the two because horror has influenced heavy metal and heavy metal continues to influence horror and it's just a really cool process when you break it down and you know for our first episode we were just kind of doing the introduction into who we are kind of got a little um uh vulnerable i guess uh in kind of who we are not something that a lot of people are used to. I got a comment from somebody, um, actually Jessica Schmidt from Horror Through Her Eyes and the Horror Cast. She she messaged us and said, I wasn't expecting you guys to get so personal and so vulnerable in that first episode. And I'm like, she goes, you guys are such big jokers that I wasn't expecting that. But it was so refreshing to, to see my friends act that way because, you know, there's going to be dick and fart jokes because that's who we are. But right, this right. is breaking down um, the histories and it's a lot of fun and I'm excited to go there and... Uh, be on the lookout for for sights and sounds. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Hell yeah, man. Sounds yeah. awesome. Just so you know, when you see me writing something, I'm not being an asshole. We're trying to uh, write down times and stuff that we're going to. He's clip, writing me love letters. Make some clips out of some stuff and put it up. I figured like you were drawing dick pics. Like, you know, when you open to page yeah. 10, your history book, and there's always a picture of a dick in somebody's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You ever see cool. Super yeah. Bad? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> All the best things are shaped like dicks. <laughs> Oh man, but that's awesome. Speaking of that, there's a new liquor bottle out that's shaped like a dick. Yeah, I see that. And uh it was funny, there was a caption on it that said emergency room, get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Going to an emergency room near you. Yeah. I, I fell on it. <laughs> I slipped. I swear. Sir, sir, there's two of these in there. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> how did you fall on that 16 times yeah. well you know <laughs> i kept trying to get up oh yeah kept trying to get it up so it was completely butter on the floor i don't know <laughs> butter some call it lube i call it butter i don't know what happened yeah <laughs> You sure, you sure it wasn't puffed, Daddy? <laughs> oh we're man, gonna, this oh, was one went weird. Allegedly, quickly. Wait, we gotta say allegedly, don't we? Allegedly, allegedly, okay, I, get... allegedly I fell on that sixteen times. Oh God, <laughs> this episode. Sorry, <laughs> that was not alleged. The other part was alleged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, what shoot. you been up to, man? Uh, you know, uh, Monsters in the Mosh Pit is kind of, we were kind of on sabbatical a little bit through the holidays. Uh, I was really sick. Dustin was really sick. Dave was really sick. And uh, we all You're got a bunch pneumonia. of sick motherfuckers. <laughs> we, we, we were. We all got pneumonia and it kind of really threw a wrench in everything. I have so many, you know, episodes recorded that I'm calling the lost episodes because they just haven't come out. So I, I didn't even you know, get to edit. I'm behind on 2023 movies. Haven't done anything like that. But, uh, just working a lot and trying to get healthy. But uh, yeah, other than that, it's really been about it. And then obviously Raul and I are working to get this new show off the ground and, you know, trying to decide 
how far we want to take the socials on that. Obviously, you know, we haven't created like a Facebook page and we have another right. TikTok right. and stuff. So it's like, you know, the only way you could even find us on the other, on the sites and sounds is through Twitter right now, or if you know us personally. So it's just right. kind of trying to feel things out. And that's really where my time has been other than, you know, working on the house and shit right. like that. Well, good news is, is that you didn't miss much horror in 2023. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like you're too far behind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this year was definitely a little bizarre because there were some really, really good films. And then there was a lot of just middle right. of the barrel films. Right, just, right. It, it you know, and I don't of, want to say any of them. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say that there was some shit movies last year. But, you know, I yeah, middle of the barrel is... Uh, Good way to put that. Yeah, there's some shit movies last year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Ryan will say it. That's, you know what, you son of a. You told me last week you were going to quit shutting on movies. I did, honestly. I don't know. You probably didn't hear our last episode, but I was like, listen, I'm, I gotta, I'm honestly, I'm just joking around, guys, really. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, uh, I'm definitely going to have my opinion and I'm definitely going to tell my opinion, but I'm going to try not to butcher. You know, a movie and like just break birth. it down and Ooh, good you know, sh- yes, shit on it. You know, I don't want to do yeah. that. You know? yeah. Well, you, you know, Ryan, there's a there's a place for that though. I mean, um, you know, it's usually in your mom's basement. But- <laughs> yeah, it's on Greg's show. <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, what am I? What am I shitting on? <laughs> his, his mom? What? Wait. You, Wait. I said your mom's basement, not my mom's basement. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but like I, I've always been a fan of someone. I gotta try to get the subject back on topic. I can't believe yeah, I'm get, get back here. You're the adult in this fucking situation. For, for crying out loud, that's never happened. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I like I, I respect people that put themselves out there and, and do things. So even if a movie is shitty, I still respect the fact that they did it. Right. So right. Oh yeah. It's gonna give like a point five or a one to somebody that actually went through the process and did it. But I will shit on a movie and tell you that it's dog shit. But I right. still respect people for putting it out there. And because right. they're opening right. themselves up to that criticism. So there's yeah. still a place for people to get shit on. You know, yeah. uh, that came out weird. Um, yeah. I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, let's just move on at this point. I, <laughs> yeah, not right that time, no. <laughs> Oh. Oh, that's oh my bad. God, that's man. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Yeah. So, uh, so I watched a shitty movie. <laughs> no, just kidding. We, uh, it's funny. We, uh, we've been watching like a lot of indie stuff, you know, and we've got yeah. some friends of ours that are indie directors and, uh, and, uh, here, uh, you know, simple plug here, uh, red night at, at skies, uh, by Chris Grega is, uh, hitting the theaters It actually hit the theaters Friday um and they're doing a one week run uh this week in uh in missouri that movie was com- completely f- filmed in the outskirts of st louis missouri which, and, is, right uh, which yeah. is right up the road from us uh so there's some great guys they've got a they've got a cool little podcast called indie film sucks and uh you know and they're they've been in indie films for a long time uh, so, I mean, they can do that. They can tell you how bad it sucks. Well, and kind of, you know, you know, and they're not talking about the actual 
the films that are coming out, it's just a process and all the bullshit you got to go through to get your movie, you know, out there. But, uh, you know, we got to give props to them guys. Cause man, they are great guys. Uh, they've got a new movie coming out. James Dean had uh triple X must just came out. Oh yeah. He's, he's uh, you know, yeah. do what J- James Dean. He's, he's both of our guy, friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you know, these indie people are where it's at, man. Well, we said that, you know, what was anymore? the other, uh, David Kerr, yeah, David Kerr it. did the slasher nurse and, mm-hmm. and uh, what was the, bloody summer camp it was the name of that dude that movie was actually pretty cool for a low budget film it had felissa rose in it oh really yeah 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 she's been doing uh, a lot of indie stuff here lately she has uh she i just saw a picture with her and james dean actually on facebook <laughs> yeah and, um but i have a, a buddy of mine named john eisberg uh he put out the movie called final summer this year and uh, that went through the like the Tour, the tour circuit, you know, and it's right, on two right. now, and I'm super stoked for him. It's a really cool throwback slasher to the eighties. I was gonna say, wait a minute, did that hit? Uh, did that hit Prime too? I thought uh, I'd seen it, that I on my Fire Stick. Yeah, it may be on Prime. I know it was on Tubi, and uh, John's a great dude. And I interviewed him a little while ago, back when we did the horror hound stuff uh, last year. Um, but yeah, indie indie was probably my favorite genre of this year of subgenre for horror yeah oh my yeah my friends i'll agree uh, john, and john adams and toby poser you know they put out the the new movie where the devil roams uh you know and they're from hellbender and um right. yeah 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 the deeper you dig um fame and you know stuff like that there's there's some cool ones out there but it's just 2023 was it was rough it was a rough year yeah yeah I agree. I agree. But I will say that I think 2023 was probably a little better than 22. Right. Uh, 22 was hard on all of us. Um, You know, 23, it's weird. So we talk a lot about horror and everything. 23, we really didn't get any big blockbuster movies this year either. Yeah. I I mean, mean, if you think about it, nothing, you know. I I mean, the. The biggest one that I can think of, it came out at the end of the year, and that's Godzilla minus one. Right, right. I mean, Which I still haven't movie. seen that, man. I need, uh, to, I need to watch that. I hear it's killer. Oh, it was by far my favorite movie of the year, by far. I got to tell you a funny Godzilla story. So there's a new uh, pizza place here in town, and they've got a Godzilla pinball machine. And I uh, went over there to get pizza yesterday. And, uh, Guy said, oh, it'll be a few minutes. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to tear this Godzilla machine up. <laughs> and, dude, the I don't know what it is about this pinball machine, man, but it is, it's fucking killer, dude. And uh, <laughs> so I threw my buck in there, and uh, no, I don't know. No. I, was, I was on ball two, and all of a sudden I'm hitting that thing so hard, I hear it go, kapow, credit. Played it a little while longer. Kapow! Another credit. <laughs> I was like, I got done playing it. I'm like, I fucking punished you, bitch. <laughs> and then I turned around and told the little kid standing right behind me, I'm like, hey, there's two credits on this game. Have fun. <laughs> I walked away. And he's like, I'm going to punish this bitch. <laughs> His mom and dad probably love me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. What? Bad I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I think uh, for kind of like a bad decision, but yeah, but for the things that uh, the movies that did come out 
this year. They were some I like talk to me. Talk to me was good. Love that movie. Loved it. Love the concept of it. Um, what was the other one? I don't, I don't know if that came. I can't remember if that came out this year or not. Um, the one it lives inside. Oh, it lives inside. Yeah, that was good. I finally finished that. And Great that, movie. That was good. Uh, it was funny. I was trying to watch that really late at night, and I got about I don't know two thirds of the way through it, and noticed that I had been sleeping for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't because of the movie i was just because he's old because i'm old dude i'm old you know so i say it was really late at night so it was like 9 30 um so you know yeah i uh, do bad like I'll, I'll watch the movie and I'm like, i can't really judge this movie because i honestly slept through 10 percent of it at least yeah yeah um and it's not and it's not necessarily because it's a bad movie it's just you know i get all comfy and fucking dogs licking on me Hey, hey, you know, leave the peanut butter and, out of this, buddy. Uh, you know, but uh, I tell you one that I, that I was pretty <laughs> impressed. With, I don't know. She likes it. Um, the one I was pretty impressed with was uh, It's All Fun and Games. Mm. Have you seen that yet? All Fun and Games. Uh, remind me of what the concept is. Cause it so that, like was, that was the one where the, the, the kid finds the knife and reads the passage on the knife and then becomes possessed and he ends up and it's a little kid and he ends up possessed his brother his older brother gets involved and his older brother is the one that ends up getting possessed by this knife and then it's a game and then what they do is they play games and so he goes out to where a bunch of his friends are partying and uh tells them you know we're gonna play hide and seek well whenever he finds them he fucking kills them you know and uh yeah it was it was pretty good it was pretty brutal it's a short movie but man it was it was fun it was a fun watch it's called it's all fun and games the the name sounds familiar but yeah it just came out like god i it was in so we did a we did an episode called trailer trash and that was one of the trailers that we showed in that episode and uh I actually just watched it a couple weeks ago. Well, it's like I said, you know, there, you didn't. It's on. I think it's on Peacock now. There wasn't a whole lot that came out this year, honestly. Yeah. You know, it's just been rough, I think, all around. Yeah. But, but we've had some cool concepts come out, some cool ideas, and then some shit I'm not uh, happy about, and that, some you shit know. you're not happy about, like uh, Bill Skarsgård playing uh, Draven. Yeah, get uh, the fuck out of here. That is gonna be. Uh, <laughs> that is gonna be strange. See, I'm I'm openly optimistic about it because I love Bill Skarsgård. So I do too. I do too. And it's but, for me. I love Bill Skarsgård from a fucking Castle Rock or a fucking uh, oh, what was that one that he did? Hemlock uh, Grove. Hemlock Grove, dude. That series was killer. Yeah, I just I'm a Skarsgård fan, so I'm yeah. hoping for the best, even though. Crow is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. Yes. So, and that's and that's the main thing. That's the right. main thing for me right. is that and again, I, everyone has their opinion and you have your right to your opinion. So, you know, it yeah, is what it is. Absolutely. And like for me, I'm it, just it, will I watch it when it comes out? Absolutely, because I gotta know. Right. You know? Right. And I, I'm will I, I enjoy it? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. But we'll see. I just for me, the crow is like in my top five movies that i've of all time for me it's more yeah. of a nostalgic thing but also the movies just i mean this is so to me it's made perfectly the darkness oh, yeah. the atmosphere yeah. everything we we covered it i think i think with raul and ashley back in back in the day 
uh, on monsters. And it's, it, it is, it's, it's, a, it's a movie I watch every year. Uh, it's a comfort yeah, movie. Absolutely. And I, but I felt the same way with uh, the 1990 it. And when I found out they were remaking that, I was pissed. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like Tim Curry is the man. You can't, you'll never replace him as Pennywise. Skarsgård killed it. Like it was he a did. different you know, The book is one of my favorite books of all time. Like, like there yeah. was no, like I was so cautious going into that, that I was blown away. And now chapter one is another one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top, right. probably 15. If it's not in my top 10. Yeah. Right. yeah. That good. So I have to be openly optimistic. About Correct. It. Right. right. And if it's I'm like not, evil dead. You know, bad. Oh yeah. I was evil. never a huge it fan, but you know, the first one was an amazing, amazing movie because it just had, I mean, oh, it just had so many phenomenal actors. And the atmosphere that, you know. was just per. Yeah. It was really- but the new one, what they were able to do with the new one, with the Pennywise character, was just fucking blew my mind. Yeah. You know? But like I said, Evil Dead, another one. That remake was fucking phenomenal. That's yeah. probably one of the best ones I think I've Absolutely. ever seen. Absolutely. You're talking about 2013, right? Yeah, yeah. Even that one, I like both of them. I thought both of them were amazing. Oh, you're talking, you talking about Evil Dead Rise? Evil Dead Rise and Evil Dead the remake. Oh yeah, the remake that came out in 2013 is killer, dude. Yeah, I think. Go ahead. I I think the 2013 one is probably my favorite remake ever. You know, it's it's up there with 2000, but 2004's Dawn of the Dead or 2002's Dawn of the Dead Mm -hmm. uh, as probably the best remake of all time and, and then with evil dead rise it was a lot of fun I, you know i like the claustrophobic yeah. feel of taking it into the you know the high rise and all that kind right. of stuff there were some some things about it that just didn't gel with me but at the same time you know i, I had a great experience seeing it because like right. bruce campbell introduced it when i saw it and you know he was at the theater that i was at and we were oh, in the second it and all that kind of stuff so i had a great experience with evil dead rise but it was another one where I almost overhyped myself because I'm such an Evil Dead fan. I mean, I have, right. I think the Necronomicon somewhere on my arm. I know I have the hand right. and everything. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's just one of those things where it's like, it, it's, it's good to be optimistic, but at the same time, yeah, I have to remind myself to kind of squash those feelings sometimes when I'm going into something, especially a remake. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the same thing absolutely. too, and it goes the other way as well. You know, you gotta. Try not to be so down on the movie because you just never know. Go in with open feelings about it and just see where it takes you, you yeah. know. Um, yep. I, and that's hard for me sometimes on things. It's it's uh, I was talking to JT about this, you know, um, the other day. Like it's it's hard for me to get into black and white movies. Like sometimes for me, it's it's just one of those things where. I don't know what it is, but some, I just can't get into the black and whites. I don't know why. And I've tried my ass off to fucking. Yeah. See, and I love them. I and then again, it's, it's your, you know, you know, for you, it's more of that atmospheric thing. And so for yeah, some people, yeah. some people, it's more of the, uh, you know, the nostalgia and this and that. And, that, and that's probably what it is. Like <laughs> one of my favorite movies ever is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Love it, dude. Yeah. I've watched it at least two times a year, probably, you know, and a lot of people are like, really? Craig's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who the hell am I talking Seriously, to? Seriously, man. That's yeah, weird, but you know, I mean, yeah. hey, I get it. I, I do get it because I'm the same yeah. way with certain movies. Like the mummy from 99 is one of my favorite movies of ever, all, you know, of all time. That's a great movie though. People are like, it's such a crap movie. I'm like, you're right. It's a crap movie. 
but it's, it's my crap. Movie. Sometimes you need that crap, though. <laughs> I get it. What I call that guilty pleasures. It's those guilty pleasures that you like, you know. Yeah, I, I think Bill Van Vagel says it the best, and he says there are no guilty pleasures. You just like what you like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and I, I get that. Like it to me, it's you know, when I'm sitting down and somebody's like, "Hey, give me a comfort movie," and I tell them Basket Case. <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, you help. Like, here's a therapist. <laughs> Castle Freak. Yeah. <laughs> Like any, <laughs> if, if it's from the eighties, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm totally yeah. down, but oh, yeah. like, I always go back to the mummy from 99 because the mummy is my favorite universal monster, you know, from the universal series as right. well. So it just all kind of lent itself to being the perfect movie for me at an age yeah. where I was, you know, 16 when it came out. I was like, Oh, this is fun. And you know, dude, it's a kick ass movie, man. I love that fucking movie. And like, it's like, yeah, I'm down. So. Right. Yeah. Now and, the and one that, that came out just a few years ago with uh, Tom Cruise, not a killer movie. No, but it was watchable. What? It, you because know, the mummy was fucking smoking hot. Um, <laughs> you can watch anything. That's why I always tell people you can watch yeah. anything. And that's there's a place to shit on movies because there are bad movies. And like the right. the mummy from 2017 or 2016, whatever that was, it was a bad movie, but it's still watchable. Right. Uh, I watched the pyramid the other day from 2014. It's a bad movie. But yeah, it had to do yeah. with, you know, mythological creatures from Egypt, you know, Egypt's mythology. Right. I'm like, right. Fuck. Yeah. I'm down. Like right. this yeah, is great. Absolutely. Just it's telling that story of Anubis and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in it. It's not a good movie, but I'm in, I'm sold from start to finish to watch this movie. Yeah. So you can always get something out of something. It doesn't matter. Oh, dude. You're into it. I'll sit down and watch a freaking podcast for three hours of these two people just talking about. But if you make it black and white, he wouldn't want nothing to do. (laughs) Turn that shit off. Damn it. That's it. We're releasing a black and white version of this. (laughs) There's some, there's some great black and white movies out there though, Ryan, you really are missing out. I know, man, honestly, for me, it's, uh, (laughs) I'm so caught up in everything. Like my life feels like it's fucking chaotic. And I'm trying to get everything together. And so, like, we've been kind of on a sabbatical ourselves. You know, um, last month we didn't put anything out. So, you know, that's rare for us. We usually put an episode out every week. But, like, um, it's just life, man. I was work. I worked, I think, what I tell you, like, 35 days straight, 37 days, some shit like that straight. Doing that and then freaking, you know, my uh my youngest he's just started doing jujitsu and taekwondo and stuff so that's freaking three or four days a week and then my oldest basketball but it's just nonstop. and so when i find my time i'm now i'm trying to work on the social media thing because it's just me and jt that's it we don't have nobody else it's just me and him we're the fucking everything for this show so i'm trying to learn all that we're the king Koopla. yeah Where's the reason why this is a shit show? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our shit show. Uh, you know, you're, but, you're, you're called to blame is what that's called. Yes, it's our fault. <laughs> we're not worthy. Yeah, you know. No, so, we're not like, worthy, uh, let me tell you. So sometimes I just like, yeah, I got to, it's, it's hard for me to find a break. And then what do I do whenever like I get a second and get the chance to watch a movie? It's like, man, I want to watch something good. So then you go back to old rivals. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. watch the fucking movies that you enjoy. No, but, yeah, that's, I, I, my wife laughs at me because 
like we have like the same five six movies on rotation like all the time and she she's the same way though she'll watch friends start like from the time she gets home from work till the time she goes to sleep right that's that's her show that's what she wants to watch all the time and i i'm i'll watch like all the hellraisers like they're always on repeat at my house like Shaun of the dead's always on repeat at my house right busters so it's like it's hard for me to and then plus i'm trying to introduce silas who's six years old to some of these films and like trying to not like overstimulate him and over scare him because you know he is sensitive he's six years old and he doesn't you know he, he got about 15 minutes into friday the 13th part four and was like yeah this one's a little too much for me and i'm like yeah. okay, i get it but well, you know, at I, least he knew I, that yeah he did but i was so um into it when i was his age because i was introduced at it such a young age and told that this is fake and you know just just props right. and stuff Right. That it's just weird for me because my brain was wired that way. That his Wait, head... I thought that shit was real. Wait a <laughs> it's not. It's not real. Fuck, dude. You just oh, ruined my Kevin life. Ba- Kevin Bacon did not die in that yeah. movie. <laughs> only, only the movies you get from the back alley, you know, dumpster from the guy, you know, that looks a little shifty. Those ones might be real. Oh, but, like Faces of Death? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, I was, just I was kidding. Was, I was the kid at like six and seven years old watching Faces of Death, telling my friends about it and getting scared on the on the playground. And then they go home and tell their parents. And then my parents get the phone call. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't talk about that shit at school, Greg. Shoot, dude. Yeah. I'm on a freaking Facebook page and I'm not going to name the name of it because it'll probably get kicked off. But dude, it literally just shows people getting fucking blown up, caught in lathes, big ass lathes in fucking workshops, fucking shit falling on top. It's just, Man, I mean, it shows everything. I'm just like, and I'm telling my buddy about it. One of my buddy, he's like, he's been my best friend for one of my best friends for 30 years, but he's all just happens to be my boss as well. But I was telling him about it. I'm like, hey, so I was watching this video. He's like, dude, you've got to stop watching that. <laughs> 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 when you can sit there and look at something and that's real and happened. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, that's kind of crazy. And it's like, that guy just got like obliterated by a lathe. Yeah, like yeah. wrapped around until he just like turned into a damn. <laughs> and yeah. he's just like, you got to. That used to be shit. uh, there used to be a website called Rotten.com. Yeah, that yep. was that uh, way. Yep. It's basically what this well, is. Except it's on Facebook. <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> exactly. It makes it Facebooks of death. Exactly. It's banned in over nineteen countries. Facebook of death. Yeah. No, Facebook of death. You think you it all? <laughs> oh my god! We watched. We 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 used to order in movies um, back through snail mail, and we got this movie from. It was a series of movies from Germany, and it was called Traces of Death. Oh yeah, and I remember those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Faces of Death on Acid. It was like way worse. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that that was my fucked up childhood. So yeah. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> yeah, I remember all yeah. of those. Oh, but it was kind of kind of funny because there was a there was an article came out several years ago, and they were talking about faces of death and stuff, and everybody was like, "Oh, you know, yeah, come find out the entire movie's fake." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I think the only thing that wasn't fake was the was it the alligator? Like they in they cut in. Uh, scenes of a real alligator feeding on like a chicken or something right yeah yeah something like that i remember reading an article about it and i was like i was like damn i thought that shit was real when i was younger yeah yeah it's it's and that's what thing too nowadays 
especially like I have to show. You just my, don't know, man. Well, my 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 youngest, he's like a little daredevil, like to the core, man. Like I said, he's doing jujitsu and taekwondo, and he wants to do Muay Thai kickboxing stuff. But like he's a little like parkour wannabe, constantly doing flips off of everything. And I'm like, bub, please stop. You're scaring the shit out. That's what scares me. I'm not yeah. scared of anything. I am not scared of anything except for something happened to my damn kid. And 100%. he is and he is just like fucking testing my patience on everything, man. That kid. He's I'm like, Bub, you gotta stop. He'll be sitting there and like he'll just do a backflip off the back of the couch onto the I'm like, Bub, you gotta quit this shit, dude. Cause I know he's gonna be that fucking kid when he gets older who's out stunt, there man. fucking doing backflips off a fucking bridge somewhere. Trying yeah. to impress some chick, probably gonna be naked. Because he's <laughs> fucking, he's got a bad thing about just like he's proud of himself. And I'm just like, dude. Gotta- well, that's what happens when you got a really big penis. <laughs> yeah, my bro, you gotta stop, homie. You've Put it away, stop. dude. Put it away. So, anyway, that's what scares me, you know. But yeah, I'm the, no, I'm the same way. I actually had that yeah. conversation with Silas. I said, dude, he was he said something about being afraid of something. I said, buddy. He goes, you're not afraid. I said, I'm. I said, I'm afraid of something happening to you and mommy. So that's really the only thing I care about. I said, I don't. I don't care if anything happens to me. I said, other than the fact that I wouldn't want you to be without without me, hundred yeah. percent. But I don't want anything to ever happen to you because I couldn't live with myself for that. I said, I can watch things happen on TV. I said, all this fake shit, buddy. It's just fake shit. I said it, it's you know stage blood and you know people that get paid to put zombie makeup on people it's fucking amazing isn't it isn't it really cool to see you know somebody gets to wear a halloween costume for for 90 days a year and shoot a movie about it he's like yeah that is cool i said but if something were to really happen to you i said i'd be devastated so mm. it's, it's, you gotta kind of can make that leap to them and, and let them make that jump and that connection themselves but it's so hard for their little minds to do that but my son's yeah. the same way daredevil. he'll be like dad watch me and then it'll like spin around a circle be like wasn't that cool and i'm like yeah bud great job like yeah 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 and yeah like you said you gotta explain this stuff to him it's like you know we last night we were watching we've been trying to watch movies with them um like we watched tall tales and uh page master and shit like that just family movies that we can watch together well my oldest was at a had his cousin's house last night so my youngest was sleeping in our bed and he's like He's big in the martial arts and all this kind of stuff. He loves it. So he's like, I want to, uh, we watched, uh, never back down. And, um, which I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's an MMA movie or whatever, but, but, uh, anyways, we're watching that. And then he's seeing, you know, this guy beating up this kid or whatever and whatever, whatnot. And I'm like, look, I'm like, Hey bub, you know why I have you training? Like, you know, the stuff you're doing. He's like, yeah, so I can defend myself and my family. I'm like, good answer because like i you know like, so i could beat someone's ass or so i could beat somebody <laughs> up or so i could whoop my brother Fuck yeah so i'll look cool in front yeah. of this chick <laughs> exactly. that's if you ask jt like jt do you know why i'm training you he's like because i'm a badass bro <laughs> I'm, I'm a cool guy but no man it's fun you know it's it's the it's cool watching them grow into the little thing like and don't get me twisted my kids love horror movies like bad and they're constantly wanting to watch it with my oldest really wants to start he's 10 and he's seen a lot of stuff but he's just constantly wanting to watch some movies with me and i'm like look man you're gonna have to chill out on these <laughs> you know like some of these you can't watch right now you know like he's seen we were flipping through channels and yeah he's seen like terrifier fucking 
Oh, dude, I and love he's like, that series. Uh, dude, Dad, can we watch that one? That clown looks yes, creepy. Yes, you can. I'm like, eh. Oh, no, Wait, maybe not. I'm like, eh. Maybe not. Maybe not. You know, the whole. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yes, and yes. Yeah, man. So, like, we were, he's like, I want to see that. I'm like, eh, we're going to wait a little bit for that one. That's a little too much. Actually, if, if anybody wants one of these, I think I have two of those, and I think I have two of these, too. Long. Do we need one of those for the fucking studio? Oh, oh yes. nice. Nice. Yes. Hell, yeah. That is badass. See, man, it oh. sucks. So, I used to have um, the local theater down here and i had a bunch of friends that worked there so they would always get me the big ass posters oh yeah like dude i had and i got i don't i'm such a dumbass for getting rid of them but like i had like full like floor to ceiling posters of fucking movies and shit dude and i kicking myself in the nuts for getting rid of them because they were really badass that's some really good ones too that's kind of like when i was younger i had a fucking um oh what are they called the the full-size prop like a, oh standy a standy of yeah. uh nightmare on elm street oh god kruger dude full size but you know what i did to it because i was a little warrior kid i was a fucking lost boy whenever i was a freaking kid i threw fucking uh my throwing knives and my fucking chinese stars at it yeah. <laughs> tore the fuck up like a dumbass stupid yeah we all we we all did that shit yeah i think about the fucking hundreds hundreds of fucking star wars figures that i taped fucking m80s to and fucking blew up but then i get on fucking ebay and i start fucking crying because i'm like i had that fucking luke skywalker and somebody just paid fifty thousand dollars for it yeah mine mine were like what the fuck the original girls from like the late 80s yeah every single fucking one of those things me too yeah just destroyed them like yeah yeah it had the fucking little the the case the suitcase like layer the the techno drone you know the yeah i had it all man i even had uh, i remember when toxic the the toxic avenger they they turned him into what was called the toxic crusader for a cartoon and they released oh yeah figures they had a blimp that if you squeeze the trigger it'll blow smoke out the back of the blimp. i had that you know how much i think we're going for now it's fucking like crazy yeah yeah it's nuts man I, yeah it's stupid the shit that we fucking either destroyed or threw away or yeah you know it is what it is man yeah. you had fun okay. doing it though you made memories oh, yeah. now look now you're oh, on yeah. now you have your own podcast yeah, i made i made memories <laughs> sticking a sticking a fucking firecracker in, in between fucking princess leia's legs <laughs> just to see how see how high she'd go in the fucking air oh god yeah shocker jt was sticking something between a doll's legs yeah like, Fuck yeah hey that's what i do now <laughs> never grown out of mm-hmm. it <laughs> the dolls are a little bigger though and a lot the, more expensive the dolls, got, the dolls got bigger and they're now filled with air but yes yeah, like, <laughs> yeah you know oh what's that what's that meme it's got that guy kissing that chick and her cheeks are all blown out it's like the first time you kiss a girl and you forget you don't have to blow her up this time <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god talk about guilty pleasure no <laughs> i'd say one like of my friends you, like you, like. you like what you like so. exactly yeah yeah jt you can put your shoes back on <laughs> foot fetish over here no uh one of my guilty pleasures is uh i freaking love this movie i wish i would have made another one uh but uh i guess i couldn't really but legion 
Love that movie. Yeah, I like, just watched that a couple nights ago, actually. God, I fucking I don't know, man. I just really I love that dude's acting anyway. Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? <sighs> Anyways, um, I love him as an actor. But and priest too. He does in priest as well. Freaking Paul oh, Bimley. Bim Bimley. Paul Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Bettany. Yeah, that's right. Paul yeah. Bettany. Love that dude, man. But that but like he also him. played Vision. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. But I love that movie, man. Legion just, I don't know. I've always, soon that came out, I was so, I remember when that, when that movie came out, I was like ecstatic. And then I seen it, I'm like, damn, I, this I is fun. I really liked Priest. I thought Priest was a really cool concept. And yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Just the, the whole idea behind it. I, I just, I would love to see, uh, my, my problem with movies is I, I love to see everything else that's going on that was not on the screen. Right. So, and that's the thing about books, because I read a lot. And with books, you get to create those spaces in your brain. And it's kind of fun because you can have have that story. And you can do that with movies too, but it's so hard when they're presented with an image on the screen. Right. You can kind of right. live by that. But some of these stories, I want to see. Unless it's a Carpenter well. film, and then, you know, he well, allows you to do that. Yeah. Well, Carpenter's also the goat. Yes. So. Yeah. Yes. We're right. not worthy. That's what yeah. I watched. I watched the thing. Well, I listened to the thing while I was editing uh, Sights and Sounds the other day because it was a snow day here and I couldn't work because <clears throat> I work construction and we couldn't get out to get to the customer's house and stuff. It was like, right. well, what am I going to do? So I just started working on the podcast and I was like, fuck, it's, you know, 17 degrees outside. The snow's coming down. Let's watch the thing. Yeah, perfect. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta say though, like the pre, um, what was the movie when you're just talking about having being able to see things from a different, like what else is going on? Yeah. Um, what's that movie? Oh, God dang it. Um, Skyline. Skyline. Yeah. So that movie Skyline. Have you seen uh Battlefield L.A.? Yeah. So Skyline is connected to Battlefield L.A. It's just a dip, another group of people's version. So, uh -huh. so in, in Skyline, you're seeing the civilian side of it. On Battlefield LA, you're seeing the military side of it. Oh, that's that's awesome. It's a oh, the same story. Yeah, same story. That's but really you cool. would never you would most never people know. don't know that. I had no idea there would be if you show. if you watch them back to back, you'll catch it. That's cool. But see, like even uh, a movie like um like Independence Day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is similar to that, you know. What I mean, I would I would love to see what's happening somewhere else yeah, in right. that story. And like Star Wars is kind of starting to do that a little bit with all these little sub stories that they're doing. With, oh yeah, uh, yeah, shows and stuff. But at the same time, I want them to get away from the main character storylines. Like, show me something that was happening <clears throat> in the fucking Outer Rim, you know, during right, right. during the Old Republic or something. Just give me something different, you know. Yeah. If, if you're gonna do a story about gangs in New York. Oh, Show me God. what was happening in fucking, you know, Chicago at that time, you know, at the same time, just because it's something different, but have it somehow related in, in a weird way. Like, I love yeah. options like that. And people yeah. get like a little burnout on like, well, why do they have to tie everything together? Some things would be cool to tie together. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, absolutely. You know, the Deadites absolutely. without Ash would still be the Deadites. You know, that's kind of what Evil Dead Rise did. <laughs> right. It's kind of like one of my favorite movies. Uh, from here recently, the new trick or treat movie. 
how they had oh yeah yeah individual stories but they were all tied together and happening simultaneously that's one of the great things about all anthologies really when they can tie them together like mortuary tales or creep show or anything like oh what was that uh what was that? It, it it was it wasn't mortuary tales. It was uh oh yeah yeah I know which one you're talking about with that girl it goes mortuary the- collection mortuary collection sorry yeah uh, with uh, Clancy Brown yes Clancy playing Brown. the mortician oh dude that was a cool series yeah especially right. when that dude's dick exploded uh, <laughs> <laughs> it always does it always comes back to the penis for me <laughs> circle always back the around penis the penis the penis. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure, JD? Penis. <laughs> you remember that? I don't know that I really. I don't know that I really have guilty pleasures. You know. Yeah, I don't really feel guilty about much. I, except, I don't either. Except man. when There's... I sit down and I eat a whole cheesecake and a half gallon of milk. I'll tell. I'll tell you what my fucking guilty pleasure is. I like to listen to jazz. <laughs> I was over here. I was over here, uh, fucking practicing some fucking anthrax and some maiden earlier. But I like to listen to jazz. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? And uh, Raul and I talked about this the other day. Actually, jazz has a huge um, influence on a lot of subgenres of heavy metal. Oh, right. absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, absolutely. You listen to listen to a band like The Faceless. Yeah. And you just listen to a song like uh, Digging the Graves. And just listen to the progression of how many genres, subgenres they go through in just that one song. Yeah. I mean, there's a flute solo in Digging the Graves. Okay. Oh, right. shit. Like, it yeah, is there you go. phenomenal. But yeah. it's just so crazy because jazz, you know, I always like to think of jazz as taking Scrabble tiles and just throwing them up in the air. And, and that's kind of what it is. I mean, so, you know. And it's like, but you can get a lot of sounds out of that, especially if you add distortion and drop the tuning a little bit. Right, jazz sounds really cool as metal. So, oh yeah. yeah, I love I love all music. I'm be honest with you, I just love music. Music yeah. is very important to me. In my life. I, uh, you know, <clears throat> it's funny is is I've been into metal my whole life. You know, ever since I was a little kid, I, you know, first album I ever bought was uh, Kiss Double Platinum, and I bought it in like I don't know <laughs> 1978 or something like that. You know, I mean, it was, uh, was and then that's I then do what. I was just a glimmer in my dad's eye. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, and, and from there, you know, it just went spiraled into, you know, what I do today. But one of the, one of the things that never really cared for too much when I was younger, but as I got older, I listened to a lot of fucking Motown and stuff, but I, I, I got to kind of explain that. I mean, I'm a bass player, so for me, some of the best bass lines in the world are in some of those old Motown songs. I mean, and you got to thank the the man, James Jamerson, for that. I mean, he was that that guy played on more number one hits than anybody in the world. You know, and it was a, it was a bunch of session music. Yeah, a bunch of studio musicians, you know, and he just. You know, and so for me, that's why you know I love those old Motown hits because I'm I'm grooving to the baseline. You know, well, one, of, <laughs> one of my first concerts was the Coasters. Really, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so I mean, I my mom was real big in the Motown and bubblegum pop, so yeah. uh, that was that was kind of like her 
like I don't I didn't know anything about it. I was like nine years old and she was like, We're gonna go see a concert. And I was like, it would blew my fucking mind. It was like it was the yeah. coasters, like the most hound all stars, and it was like fucking awesome. Yeah. So, see, yeah. You know, you've got a few guys on a stage and they sound like a fucking symphony, dude. I, see, mean, I didn't it, get it's insane. I didn't get none of that stuff when I was a kid because like we were really poor. And my mom worked. My mom. Worked. He was too poor for music. Well, my mom worked all the time, like constantly. She's the one that paid the bills, you know. And yeah. she worked all the time, so I didn't really have anything. So you want to know what my? Fir- I remember. I, I don't know. I was probably seven, and I wanted a tape player for my birthday, right? So mm, my brother got cassette. me a ta- My brother got me a cassette tape player. It was used one. It was a pink one, but he got it for me. My old brother didn't have to do that, but he got it for me. And then my sister bought my first tape I ever had in my life. And you know what that was? Atlantis Morissette. Oh, jagged little pill. Yeah. Oh God. As my, yeah. I, you know what, man? I played that motherfucker hey. until it broke. Hey, I'm sorry. But that's pretty ironic. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> but I mean, that's 100 percent Hundred percent. And I played the shit out of it until it fucking broke, you know? God, first, uh, so it was funny. The first album I ever got, I told you, was Kiss Double Platinum. We bought it. It was like a Columbia House thing, you know, for a penny, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But uh, the first, uh, which it was funny. I didn't even pay that penny. My mom did. Um, but the first album, I remember the first album I ever bought with my own money was Judas Priest, British Steel. Oh, yeah. Just fucking classic, dude. Classic. Yeah, man. See, and then I got in, and uh, that's ba- so I'm a, I love metal music mainly. I uh, I listen to a lot of metal, but I like everything. I like I love Seether too. I love Seether. Mm-hmm. A lot of I fucking love Seether. And yeah, I seen that face. <laughs> but I do. I fucking it's it's a it's a whole it's a whole thing for me because it's what I had whenever I was at a certain like you said. Sometimes you hear something at a certain point in time in your life, or you see something at a certain point in time in your life, you know? That's like, I love Limp Biscuit. I fucking love Limp Biscuit. Dude, their first two albums are fucking phenomenal. I fucking yeah. love Limp Biscuit. I tell everybody, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I still listen to that shit when I'm in the gym, uh, fucking all time. But like, uh, do you break things? Yes. <laughs> Usually my fucking, my own bones or my own freaking yeah. will. But, anyways, uh, so. <laughs> I go from listening to like a Lance Morissette shit. And then if we were with my dad, he always listens to, you know, the classic shit, you know, the Eagles and stuff like that. But like, uh, so I'm big into that stuff. But then I heard Metallica for the first time. And that's why I'm such a big fucking Metallica. I fucking that was love. just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I love every, I love Metallica so bad. I'm such a Metallica dick writer. It's hilarious. <laughs> but like, I'm not sure that's what they call their fans. But. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Ride the lightning. Ride the lightning, baby. No. But no, that's I my just, favorite album, by the way. Yeah, I freaking, I, I fucking, I love them, dude. And then ever since then, I've just, you know, and I finally got to see them in a concert. <laughs> Metallica Dick Rider. <laughs> like it? Oh, my God. I'm going to be talking about that for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> all I can think of is uh, the doors, but instead of Riders of the Storm, Riders on the Day. <laughs> doing, 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 doing. <laughs> riders of Lars Dick. Uh, not so much Lars. I love James, and I fucking love Trio. <laughs> well, and it's funny because Cliff Burton's the reason, one of the reasons why I started playing bass. Yeah. You know, 
albums. I just, you know, I used to really dig Metallica, but they they weren't really my favorite. Well, of course, know? everyone's got their own shit, man. You know, I liked Megadeth more than I did Metallica. Yeah, um, but see, Slayer, yeah, I'm, I'm, Slayer was the shit though for me. Slayer's always been my favorite. Uh, usually goes Slayer, Metallica, Anthrax, or Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica uh, for the big four. Uh, Megadeth, I love their music. I just can't. I can't. I can't tolerate Dave Mustaine. We talk about that all the time. The dude's a fucking genius. Can write yeah. a fucking song. Can play the guitar like a fucking god. But he's such a whiny ass. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've seen them like four times in concert, and every time, like it's been at festivals. You only you only get like 30, 35 minutes at a festival to be with a band. So yeah. like I want I want to see them play. Like I want I don't I don't want right. you to come on stage and like it's great you, you get all political and shit. Yeah, yeah. you have this platform. You can talk about whatever you want. I get that, but you know what? save it for the interview save it for after the show because people are paying to see you play no one wants a 20 minute rant about how you feel no offense yeah. like, man i gotta yeah. t- i gotta tell you though like so i didn't i love i absolutely love music with everything in my heart but i never get to go to i never got to go to concerts none of that shit because you know it is what it is but i my first big concert i ever went to was in 2016 and i seen metallica at bush stadium in st louis with uh volbeat and volbeat killed the fuck killed that shit i love volbeat but anyways local too. h op- local h opened up for was the opening act which they did really good but volbeat killed it fuck kicked ass but dude when that when metallica came on like it was cool because i was old enough to really appreciate yeah. what was going on yeah and then like it was just it was epic for me because right. I fucking love that oh, band, absolutely. and they played for like two hours. Yeah, and they, it was raining. And they still just fucking they killed. They're like in their fucking late sixties and they're just killing right. that shit. I was like, yeah. God, damn, yeah. See, and man, 60s. I I wish I could get that because they're. Don't get me wrong, going to concerts is epic and shit, but it's like, okay, I've seen so many people that it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like for you me, know? I mean, it, for me, it was but a big to have that there. feeling of. Ah yeah, fuck yeah. You know, I mean, I get like that, of course, but you know, yeah, I get that at every show I go to. It doesn't matter if it's a 500 person venue like we have here in Huntington. When I go, you know, I went saw Upon a Burning Body and Born of Osiris, and actually, Born of Osiris, dude. uh, What drives the week? Band I'm wearing right now. Nice. Uh, They were, they were. You know, it was just so much fun to get into that. I, I talk about this on uh, the first episodes of Sight and Sounds. You know, I have bad social anxiety, but when I'm in a pit or I'm in, you know, in a, involved in a show, it all evaporates for me. And right. it's just so calming and soothing to be in in a weird, you know, mosh pit with all these other metalheads doing the same thing. And it's just like, it's so weird to say that out loud, but it's true. Oh, so yeah. I get where Ryan's coming from. I, I had a similar experience with Metallica. The first time I saw them, and the only time I've ever saw them. Uh, was at Rock on the Range and Volbeat was playing and they called the show for uh, Storm. Mm-hmm. And we stood in that spot in the middle of the storm, didn't move from the field because we were like, we're staying for Metallica. We stood there for two and a half hours during a storm. My wife pregnant with my son waiting for them to come on the show. Yeah. And Volbeat came yeah. back on, finished their set and Metallica came on and played to like one one thirty in the morning. And we sat there the whole fucking time, just stood there yeah. and just repped. Yeah, man, I, I got. It's funny because like I haven't I haven't been to a fucking concert since, you know. Um, so it was a really big deal, and I honestly I didn't have the money to go, 
And like the biggest thing about like my buddy, who's my boss now, he wasn't my boss then, but um, he's just one of my fucking brothers. He's he was like, dude, Metallica's coming to St. Louis. I'm like, oh, I know, dude. And I was like, I can't go. I go, I can't afford that shit. He's like, there's no fucking way I'm gonna let you miss fucking Metallica. And yeah, he paid for yeah. all my shit, like paid for everything. And then my other buddy, who's like got money out the ass, and he's just you know he's single, does his thing, and makes a lot of money. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna upgrade all of our tickets. So like they paid for everything, dude. And it was just, you know, it, it was fucking epic for me, man. It was one of the coolest fucking things ever to be, like you said, like in a in a fucking giant ass place full of people who everyone else would think, oh, these guys are fucking crazy, or they look at this fucking idiot or this guy, you know, and then you're like they're all together singing a fucking song, just rocking out together. Yeah. Fucking it's it was badass, man. Oh, yeah. I say it all the time, man. There's no better communities than the horror and heavy metal communities. Whether you're at a convention like a horror con or anything like that, like I'm going to Horror Hound in March, and I can't wait to see all my friends there. You know, Raul's going to be there, Ryan Bratton's going to be there, Ashley, all you know, all these people that I I talk to like on Twitter and you know on Facebook and all this stuff. To right. go there and be spend time with these people and just experience these experiences. It's nothing like you're gonna get at you know a country show or a pop show or anything like that. But right. you go to a heavy metal show, or you, I've made friends at a heavy metal pit that I, you know, I'll never talk to them again. But I tell you what, we had the best three hours of our fucking life. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. You know, and the same thing goes at horror conventions. It's just the culture and the, the community is just so different, and that's why I fucking love what we do. Being able to come on. And press a button and you know hang out and talk with you guys and see your faces and see your reactions this is this is what it's about as a yeah horror and heavy i just fucking love i love every minute of it oh dude 100%, yeah. man and, and when you get to be in person and you actually get to feel that fucking that energy coming off somebody it's a you get, the, you get a, the rub on somebody. It's a different story. You know what I mean? Whenever you're there and you feel like the fucking energy yeah. in the air, dude. Oh, like yeah. it was. A, it's it funny. Was, I go to concerts and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I can't believe I'm breathing the same air as him. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just a fucking weird feeling, dude. Dude, I was so to be far, standing there right in front of one of your fucking heroes. You know, I was I, so. I was like, you know, yeah. I mean, dude. See, and I was so far away from the fucking stage but like when the fucking lights dropped and they had the big fucking you know and then they played the fucking good the bad the ugly shit yeah. Yeah, i'm just like my heart dude my heart just starts fucking pounding i'm like dude this is gonna be so fucking epic you know and then yeah. like uh they come out and i'm like dude that's fucking james hetfield right there like right. fucking literally i'm in the same area as that dude right yeah now, yeah you know See, and that's yeah, like for me it was always fucking slayer like i don't know if you've seen the last few, the last couple of Slayer tours, how they would fucking <laughs> do the fucking intro to their fucking shows, dude, was just fucking epic, man. Who the who the hell are you talking to, Jake? Do you have, well, I, hey, I who are you talking to, motherfucker? I would. It's funny. I've I've seen I've seen Slayer so many fucking times, dude. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen Slayer. Uh, I saw Slayer twice on their last tour. So I that, uh, saw him in St. Louis, and then I drove all the way to Kansas City to see him again. Um, I remember, dude, this will fucking blow your mind. I remember seeing Slayer in a fucking skating rink oh, with, that'd be awesome. with fucking with fucking forty people. Yeah, 
See, and that's, that's like sick. that one. Dude, it was fucking. That's like I that. was like, holy shit, dude. Fucking Rain and Blood had just come out. 86? Yeah. Dude, it was insane, dude. And see, I, I just, actually I saw him in '87. I was just uh, being produced at that time. <laughs> or maybe maybe it, was, maybe it was the end of '86, but yeah, dude, it was fucking crazy, man. Uh, wow, it was crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I saw them in Pittsburgh on their farewell tour, and then I saw them again here, and uh, they they played in Huntington, and uh, fucking sick. Like the yeah. worst part about that tour, and I I think I've said this before on on I don't know what show, but walking out of the show was so yeah. weird. Because you know that you're never going to see Slayer again right. as you're walking out. And you're just like, yeah. this is fucking sad. Like, we walked yeah, out with like a bunch sad, of like, cattle going to be slaughtered because it was just like so downtrodden. Normally, you walk out and you have this buzz going, like, it's we like, just saw fucking Slayer. But like, Tom just standing on stage and like kind of crying and waving goodbye. And I'm like, like I died a little inside. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, how fucking, I remember. That's it sucked, how, dude. That's how it was when fucking I remember when Dime got shot. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What's crazy is, is I saw I saw him with Damage Plan. Here, here's a fucked up thing for me. So my band is highly influenced by Pantera. I never saw Pantera live, but I saw everybody that played in Pantera with other bands. Right. Yeah. And I saw Dimebag Daryl in st louis about a month before he was killed yeah uh, that, on that damage plan tour unfortunately I, I really wish i could have got to see dime play live because he's the only one of the of the four i didn't get to see and uh i still regret it every day yeah like it's I mean, crazy it, it's crazy how a musician can in, impact your life the way it does but oh, Ryan, you said all times that you know music is is everything to you it's it's the same way to me music has saved my life more times than I can count. It's just yeah. that important. So, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Didn't think yeah. This way. Wait, wait, <laughs> way to bring the show down, Greg. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. No, man. dude, it's fucking. You're absolutely right, man. That's like me. I'm kind of really. <laughs> You've seen the meme with the person holding the sign that says "Your music saved me," and yes. then it's got Cheech and the fucking tutu. Fucking love it. Et Eddie Torres, the extra testicle. The extra testicle. Yeah, but that's kind of like folks. So like JT, uh, whenever fucking Ginger first popped, JT, they when they did their very first fucking tour over here, they played at Pops. JT's like, I got tickets. I'm like, I was so excited. And then I was like, my fucking work was like, oh, you have to work. And I'm oh, like, you, you fucking kidding, dude. I'm so uh, pissed about that. Yeah, that's dude. My, that's, it my, was... that's my second wife. Oh, um, Tatiana's fucking dude. I got to see them at the pageant last year, and uh, not last year. I'm sorry, a year yeah, before last. Before. And uh, fucking killer fucking show, dude. Yeah, I killer. saw I saw them twice, uh, either in 2022 or 2022 and 2023. It was, it was within about six months span. I, I saw yeah. them twice, and my god, fucking amazing. Oh, oh dude i can fucking watch them play all day and it's not just because of her she she is a beautiful girl but her voice is so oh, fucking phenomenal dude the, the band themselves though dude the, the band, band is just amazing epic they epic. they grew so hard i mean that's oh, the epitome yeah. of uh groove groove core mixed with 
um, deathcore. Like yeah. if you yeah. sit back, well, she's got strong reggae influences in songs. Oh, yeah. She's got strong jazz influences in songs. So many different things. Uh, I could talk about Ginger for a whole show, man. So good. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. I'm so mad. Man. I fucking missed that shit. Yeah, man. and it sucks because the first time they came to St. Louis, uh. Uh, a friend of mine, we did a couple shows with this band called Reclamation back a few years ago, and they ended up getting the opening slot for the Ginger show. Uh, they were playing at this place. Back then, there was this little club in St. Louis called Fubar, and it held about 150 people. And they played there, and Reclamation got to open up for them. And Jacob was supposed to get me tickets because he, he told me, he said, man, they're going to give all of us tickets. And, you know, and something ended up happening, and none of the bands got tickets for that show because oh, it sold out so goddamn fast. And uh, so I ended up not getting to see them that time, but I, then I saw them the following year when they came through. We, uh, I, think, I think we saw them in Columbus. Um, when we saw them and my buddy's band all held the Yeti was playing with them. They're out of the Pacific Northwest. He, he's Connor's out of LA, but the band themselves is out of like the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And uh, they were supposed to be there that night. And Connor and I were messaging on, on Facebook and we we're talking back and forth. And I get there and I'm the only one wearing an all held the Yeti shirt and I'm all pumped and ready to see them. And their bus broke down in like Indiana somewhere. And oh, they couldn't shit. get it i'm like are you fucking kidding me like but dude suicide silence put on a great they they played a double oh dude suicide silence is awesome yeah it was a lot of fun so yeah and then like i'm really big now mainly only when i'm like working out but like i love slaughter to prevail Um, oh yeah dude ivan or fucking i'm fucking uh god dang it why am i drawing a blank Alex Terrible is a fucking yes. bad motherfucker, dude. Like he, he has some of the best growls I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. I seen him going head to head with some, like, who was that guy? He's going head to head with another another dude. And I'm like Jesus Christ, dude. These guys fucking it's like two grizzly bears fucking fighting. <laughs> it sounded man. like two grizzly bears fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Don't all go. I heard just now. Yeah. Don't go in the woods. I want to see that movie. Well, they they moved to Florida now. They live in Florida now, so yeah. Yeah, there yeah, are no right. grizzly bears down there, I guess. No, but there are alligators, and if you listen to Viking, the Alana <laughs> Marth. I I love Alana Marth. Uh, you said Viking, and then that was the first thing that popped into my head. Their song Viking, yeah. They they have a song called Viking. I guess right, right. Star Travel does. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Alex does a growl in that where he rolls his R while he's growling. Yeah. And it sounds like an alligator. Like I've never heard anything fucking like. I've never he- heard a human produce this noise, wow. and uh, it and just baffles me. He does this fucking thing where uh, they cut everything, all the music, everything, yeah. the bands, everything just gets pitch quiet, and he fucking screams it out to the crowd. Yeah, and it fucking just covers the entire fucking area. Nice. Like his voice. It's fucking nuts, dude. That's Vikings like one of my fucking that's my fucking heavy lifting days. Oh, that's my fucking yeah. see that's I go to sleep to that shit. So I don't need music to get me pumped up to lift. I just I I just it's just part of my everyday. Like I'll be listening at work and I'll, I'll be like doing some trim work or something. I'm like, what are you listening to? Like I'm, I'm like, oh, just you know, cannibal corpse or you know, 
on yeah. a moth rack or you know just something extremely heavy and weird You're right they're like they're like how are you listening to that and working i'm like how are you listening to what you're listening to and working? You fucking trust, yeah. Trust me. Whenever you're sitting there lifting and you're getting ready to fucking lift something that's gonna blow your butthole out, and you're like, the radio in the gym's playing rhythm is a dancer, and you're like, I cannot fucking lift to this. So you gotta put your fucking headphones in. Is it weird? Some- you blow your butthole out to rhythm is a dancer now, like. <laughs> I get some fucked up looks at work too because I I always use my iTunes account to listen oh, to music at work, shit. and I you know I listen to all kinds of shit. I, I don't I don't like country, but I listen to all kinds of shit. So it's like you'll be listening and you'll be like fucking Slayer, fucking Lamb of God, and fucking all this shit, and then all of a sudden Ella Fitzgerald will pop on or <laughs> or fucking Elvis or something, and the guys are like. Arr! What the fuck are you listening to? Why, you know? why like Dean Martin or something? They're like, is that fucking yeah. Dino? I'm like, yeah, of course it's Dino. Like, Hell I'm yeah. from the- of course it's Dino. Oh yeah, is that Bing Crosby? What the? Fuck? I got some of that on there too. <laughs> I, do. I, fucking- yeah, my, I, I laugh all the time. My phone is it's schizophrenic, man. It goes all over the place from Journey to fucking um, DOA's Blood Rock to fucking uh, everything. You name it. Uh, it I, I love. Like late nineties, uh, or between like midnight, uh, early nineties, I guess, early nineties to late nineties hip hop, I fucking love. Yeah. So Method Man, Red Man, Eminem. Fuck, yeah. You know. That's so. I, f- yeah. Gotcha. Good. Like, it's just so like random, but it's so good. That's so funny you say that, dude. There's a fuck. So uh, I work for a delivery company, right? And my wife works for us as well. And we're big fucking Red Man. I love Wu Tang Clan and fucking I love Red Meth all that shit, but. Yeah. So she's delivering out to this fucking house in the middle of fucking we're we're in the country, right? Yeah. And she's delivering to this fucking house, cows everywhere and shit, you know, fucking it's a farm. Dude's dogs come out, fucking shit. It's a two Who two let the dogs. Yeah, well, it's two, no, it's two two blue healers. Two blue healers. And uh she's like, you know, kind of scared of the dogs or whatever. They come running around and um the guy walks out this country dude, fucking cowboy hat, whatever boots and shit, you know, covering the cow shit. He's like, Red Man, Method Man, get over here. <laughs> and she's like, Did you just, is your dog's name's Red Man and Method Man? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back to Brick City over here. Let's go. He's <laughs> yeah. like, God dang. Well, God dang. Oh, my God. Oh, what a great show. This has been a great episode, that's dude. That's horrible. I love it. This has fucking yeah. been an awesome episode. Oh, yeah. I hate to end it, but I know it's getting late. Yeah, I remember he's an hour ahead of us. I know, I know. Uh, so, yeah, I, I could talk to you guys anytime. Anytime you want me to come back and talk about. Anything, oh, absolutely, I, dude. You are welcome anytime. We'll we'll say our goodbyes after we hang up here, but uh, you know we still got to work on that fucking butt man and fucking throbbing episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's up to you too. I'm butt man. <laughs> I guess that makes you throbbing. I'm throbbing. <laughs> No, no wait, wait. If you're gonna do that, you gotta do it like I'm throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best lines in cinematic history is uh from uh was it Dickie Bucky Larson born to be a star when the guy's porno name was Dick Shadows. Yeah. So that <laughs> that would have to be like my go-to line as butt man. I'd be like, nothing grows in my dick shadow. <laughs> But man, <laughs> oh god, that's like a that's like fucking uh, Magic Johnson uh, 
ruin the perfect porn name on a basketball career. Uh, and wasn't one of the Jasons fucking Dick Warlock? Yes. That would have been a good fucking porn name. My wife, my wife talked about doing OnlyFans. I'm like, dude, I already had my porn names. Is he going to be uh, Peter Robbins or Dick Girth? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. you're definitely throbbing then. Yes. Yeah, you're definitely throbbing. <laughs> All right, Greg. We better get out of here, buddy. All right, guys. But uh hey uh Greg, thanks for coming on and uh <laughs> I, I don't even know how to describe this, you know, but hey, we no. had a good time, we had a good conversation. It's always good to hang out with you, man. That's right, guys. Go check out everything they do. Monsters in the Mosh Pit. Um, they're new podcast one episode's out already at sites sites and sounds right uh history yes. of horror horror movies and heavy metal, heavy metal right sites, horror sites metal. And sounds a history of horror and heavy metal yes, yes. So check it out guys everyone awesome. check them out show some love and uh you know more importantly guys as always until next time keep it creepy, creepy.